Welcome back to the First Off In My Opinion podcast. You know how we do Tom Swoop. Tom Swoop. What's going on, my good people? It's your boy, Tom Swoop, and this is the First Off In My Opinion podcast. Broadcasting from the heart of my basement. You know how I do it every Monday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We get this thing popping on TikTok Live. Hey, we try to... Hey, I'm glad you love it. I glad Because if you like it, I love it. You know what I'm saying? So we get this thing popping. We're going to have some conversation tonight that everybody's into. Hey, share the live. Get as many people in here as possible so we can have this. I want to have a great conversation tonight. I want to have some some intimate details about your life in the comments okay so we like once again like i said I, we got ashley patterson coming on here um if, if you on tiktok i think her at is uh at life in the in the ash lane i like that life in the ash lane so it's at life in the ash lane so once she jump on here we're gonna go ahead and get started but Tonight, I'm telling you, we gonna we like I said yesterday. I was in Atlanta, and I was able to do some work with the homie, that yah yah lady, and <laughs> we were at the Plug ATL. So if you ever been down there into the Atlanta area, we did. We rented the spot out. We did four hours of podcasting, and I'm telling you, it is a straight treat. Y'all gonna love what we did and we put some work in and we actually, I'm actually gonna go back and we're gonna do it again. And we're gonna try to put something together for y'all. Just put it that way. Hey, what's going on T Cooper? What's going on? So look, one of the things I want to cover tonight and I'm gonna put it to my, my guest, but in 2022 is cheating a deal breaker. Should it be a deal breaker? <laughs> My baby girl on here. She's so funny, man. I swear to God. But listen, in 2022, is cheating a deal breaker? You know what I'm saying? So like we have so many high functioning, toxic relationships. You said, what'd you say? Hell yeah. <laughs> from Hadville. What we say from Fayetteville, North Carolina, spoken word poet here. Hey, what's going on? T Cooper. Y'all make sure y'all go follow her page. I'm always down to support everybody, but look, is it a deal breaker? T Cooper said it's a deal breaker. This is what, this is why I say is it may not be, it may not be. And the reason I say so is because think about it. How many functional toxic relationships have you been in unknowingly, right? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I would not put up with cheating, period. I, see, that's the thing. I, I think everybody says that, but then when they're actually in it, when they're actually in the relationship there, I see when I coach people, I, I coach relationships, I coach couples. When I tell you there's more people in functional toxic relationships that have had infidelity than might you might think. And I think cheating is no longer a deal breaker as it used to be because cheating for one is a two pronged thing. So one, you have the physical act of cheating and then you have the emotional act of cheating. More people are concerned about the emotional than the physical. 
if that makes sense. But I, I get what you're saying. Somebody said, no, it's not because uh, some are getting cheated on now and don't know emotional or physical. I get that point. I understand it. But what I'm saying is there's knowingly there's people who are knowing like, babe, I cheated on you. I had sex with D. Monica. And she's like, so do you love her? That'd be the first question. That'd be the first question. It'd be like, do you love her? Because the thing is, she's more worried about are you in love with D. Monica than the fact you had sex with D. Monica. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's a it's a huge difference. And so if that's the first thing that comes to your mind, like is was there an emotional connection? You know what I'm saying? Here, let me see. I'm gonna move these comments over so I can see more clear. Hold on a second. Let me move this over. All right. Just right 48 says, I was no, it's not a deal breaker. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Um, T Coop, okay, let's keep it real. Yeah, I've been in something similar. I can relate to it. I am no longer. I mean, the thing is, if we're going to be completely transparent, everybody's probably been cheated on or something like that in the past. And that sometimes our answers that we give in forums like this is from a, a protected standpoint. It's not from a transparent standpoint from I've been in this situation. I'm currently in this situation. This is my life. So I get how, you know, some people are answering tonight. I think, uh, what you say? A lot of men don't think, um, with emotion. I mean, cheating is both ways. Women cheat just like men cheat. Um, I need to know if you'll survive this encounter. Yeah. I mean, when you get to talking about infidelity in a relationship, like I said, for some people, the physical act is like, oh, I'm out of here. But some people, they more so like, hey, I want to know if you love her. If you love her, are we done. But if you if you think, you know, it was just something like you needed to have sex. You know, another question I got to ask y'all. And, and if y'all still on here, I know she's going to bust out laughing when I say this. But when we was talking yesterday, right? So you guys answered this question. Everybody. OK, I'm pretty sure like 85 to 90 percent of the people on here have jobs, right? Is it cheating to have a work wife or a work husband? <laughs> I want to know, is it cheating? Cause it's like, you know, there's an emotional connection. T Coop, you a truck driver. Oh, that's crazy. You know, that's the number one thought job in the world, right? You know, you got family in every city. Come on now. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. But look, when you got a work wife or a work husband and not, and, and, and so the argument was that's an emotional, that's an emotional, um, attachment. Who is that? Uh, Atkins said, no, it's not. I'm a drug driver, truck driver too. And they said, yes, it's cheating. Okay. So if you think that's cheating, so, I, so me personally, this is the, the argument Hold on one second. Um, 
So my thing was, if you got a work wife or a work husband, right? And hold on one second. I got somebody trying to come on the live. Hold on. Let me, let me send a message. Shoot, I have needs and that's keeping it real. Now, listen, it's, I'm not saying, listen, when I say a work wife and a work husband, I'm not saying you having sex with the person. I'm saying that this is your therapeutic outlet, right? This is the person when you're at work, you, 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 you vent to, you talk to, um, um, so it's like, you're, you're more so like having the conversations with, you know, at work and it's more so like. Is that the cheating part or the physical act? So, I mean, you tell me. That's what that's what I, I want to know tonight. T. Coop, you, you lie. Look, I'm bringing T. Coop on the show. Let me see if I can send her the thing. <laughs> Let's see what we got going on. We're going to see if we can get T. Cooper on here. She got a lot to say now. Hey, how you going, Cynthia? Um, it's disrespectful to your mate. You are not supposed to entertain. It says to entertain another person. Is it entertaining or is it therapeutic to the relationship? Because the thing is, you think about it. When you build a work bond with somebody, you are able to discuss certain things that you probably wouldn't discuss with your mate. So sometimes these work relationships are actually helping the relationship at home because sometimes people aren't communicating effectively with their partner. So the work wife and the work husband is actually working on your behalf. So, you know, and that's what I, that's why I be, that's why my thing is, is what you say. Okay. It's okay with transparency with your partner. Okay, so th that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you saying, babe, now, if it's a total secret, I get your standpoint. But if it's like, oh, you know, I, I work with, you know, Judy in accounting at work. And, you know, because sometimes you think about it, that work person actually be the devil's advocate. So, like, when they're venting. And they're like, you know, man, she get on my nerves or she do this or she do that. And then they're like, their, their first response is from a woman's standpoint or point of view. So it's like, well, did you do this or did you try that or did you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like she's working on your behalf. What Wendy say? Wendy said, I have had a work husband for the past nine years. It's just therapeutic, but I'm single. Um, the wife is aware. And and the thing is, I bet you, you have worked on that guy's behalf. Lines always get crossed. It always gets sense whether men and women can really be friends. Men and women can really be friends. I have great female friends that I have never touched or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? And they have helped me out in relationships. They have helped me out in my personal life. You know, I tell, even when I talk to a girl, I meet a girl or whatever, I tell her like, look, you know, like I got a group chat right now on my phone. It's called package deal. You got to take my female friends. I ain't dumping them. You know what I'm saying? I ain't dumping my female friends for nothing. Cause I know how I know where they done been. They done been, they done been down for a minute. 
Let me see here. Work husbands be give a date and a gift ideas. They do. They do. 38. You right. You right. You know what I'm saying? And I was his supervisor and now we're in the same positions. I get it. I get it. And it's like, you got to understand everybody. A lot of women complain about men not communicating. And sometimes it's the forum that we're forced to communicate in. So like if I'm in typically a guy's workspace is a safe place. So it's like, I'm away from my relationship. I'm in my safe place, whether it be my job, my fantasy football league, whatever. And I'm having a conversation that's actually beneficial to my relationship. And so I, that's why I say, you know, immediately people will be like, nah, I don't think that's right. You shouldn't have a wife, a work wife or a, a work husband. But I'm telling you those relationships and those conversations, most of the time work in your behalf for the other person. If you disagree with me, disagree in the comments. We can keep, we can have a conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? What you say? Uh, is that, is that Sharon? Is that Sharon or Sharon? Y'all gonna have to, yes, ma'am. Yes, a man can be a friend. I'm a great friend with my exes, better friend than we were too. Sometimes they can give great perspective to conflict. That's perfect. You're, you're totally right. When, when, and that's my standpoint. When you be venting about stuff, don't get me wrong. You be wrong sometimes. You be wrong. And then it's like, you know, you need that other person that is totally unbiased to the situation. They don't have any horse in the game, any dog in the game, anything like that. And they're literally just giving you another standpoint. Think about it. When you give an advice to somebody in a relationship or anybody, just about anything, buying a car, you know, going to grocery shopping, picking a gym, whatever, you're not in it. So therefore your perspective of how you see the field is completely different. So you're able to get this person an unbiased opinion. What T. Coop say? My, my ex-husband is now strictly my good friend and we talk and beef it up. Great conversation. I got to see your truck, T. Coop. I got to see your cup. You got to, you got to, you got to put some pictures on you. I'm, I'm going to check that out. Men and women can definitely just be friends. My three friends are all males. Nothing physical. I get that. I get that. You know what I'm saying, Wendy? I, I totally, I agree. And I, and I really feel like we need to create a culture where that's not frowned upon, where a man can have female friends, a woman can have male friends. And since you have a high level of transparency, it's, it's effective. Y'all feel me? Like it's an effective relationship. I think the problem be when you have secretive friends, secretive conversations, secretive agendas, that's where you get into the insecurity of it all. And I feel like if everything was above board, then now you're able to, I'm telling you, healthy relationships help you with relationships. The more healthy relationships you have, like the more healthy friendships you have, the more healthy friend dynamics or work dynamics you have, they will help you in your relationship. It'll, it'll, it'll ease the tension and the burden off of, cause Cause in relationships, sometimes there's a high level of isolation 
where the only thing that happens is just the two people. And so you look to the other person for everything. I remember Tor, Tor Roberts, Sarah Jake's husband made a video a few years ago about, and if you've seen it, you probably know what I'm talking about. And he was talking about like soulmates and, um, you know, people who think they're supposed to be together and all these different things. And he was talking to one of the points he was, he had made in the video was that we be looking for everything out of one person. And when we don't get it, it's more so like we, we frown upon it. And this thing is, it's like you supposed to get a little bit from everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like you supposed to have a friend you can talk to a cousin you can lean on and not blame your mate because you're not getting that from them. You can't get everything from one person. What did wifey material 2023 say? It's possible because everybody stays in their lane, no cross lines. Wendy said, yes, I totally agree. I'm a very straightforward and transparent person. T Coop, a person can lose their identity. It does take a village. And, and one of the things, like, if you know me, you hung out with me, like when I see a couple, man, I'd be like, Cause it is hard. It's hard as a couple. You think about it, man. It's hard. It's really hard. And I try to empower couples. I try to keep couples together, man. And, and when we, <laughs> when y'all see the video from what we did yesterday, part of the podcast and the show that we did yesterday was about, you know, people in relationships who let's say you going through a rough patch and you thinking and you considering, well, I, you know, I think I'm a, I think I'd be better off single. And we, we had a whole segment on you. You better stay your ass on that porch. <laughs> you, you better not come out here in this wilderness. <laughs> cause, cause this out here right now, if, if you've been in a relationship, look, so me personally, like I tell this story all the time, I was married for 13 years. And so I've been single for like nine years. So it's like, when I first got out here, the game had completely changed. The game had completely changed. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was single in my early twenties. So it's like, I get out here like in my early thirties and I'm like, man, y'all doing this? So much stuff had happened. I, it was so different. It, it was, it was bananas. It was bonkers. And, and then now you fast forward to now, to now, man, listen, you, if, if you in a relationship and let's say you feeling a little unfulfilled, you fulfill you feeling a little unsatisfied. When I tell you that's some stuff you can work on, you better work on it because when you get out here, it don't matter how old the person is. It don't, it don't matter, you know, how, how successful they are. You have people who just think weird. Just that's the best way I can sum it up. They just think weird. Everything about their perspective is just weird to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, you hear that narrative, like, you know what I'm saying? The dating pool has shit. The dating pool has pee <laughs> in it. You know what I'm saying? I won't go to that extent, but what I'll say is if you're not able to adapt quickly to how fast things are moving out here, 
If you're like a person who sort of likes the game to slow down, no, don't come out here and this don't no. Stay at home, stay on the porch, don't come out in the front yard. No, because it's crazy out here. Because what's what'll happen is, and what I said on the on the show is you literally will come out of a relationship that was so so, and then it will be you will put it like this. This is what I said. Like, you think you jump in a swimming pool, right? And you like, I can swim. You know what I'm saying? This is a swimming pool. I can swim in a swimming pool. It's only six foot. I can stand up. But once you jump in the pool, you realize this ain't a swimming pool. This is a ocean. This is a, these are currents. <laughs> that is a tsunami coming my way. <laughs> it is about to get rough water out here. And that's dating in 2022. That's dating. And it's weird. People, when I tell you, and, and let's just talk about dating apps, because I'm, I'm pro dating apps, right? I'm pro dating apps. But you're going to see the weirdest stuff on a dating app. You literally have to go through, you got to go through a thousand swipes to get a halfway decent person to go out with. Or even give, you, you definitely need a fake phone number. Look, I'll tell this story, right? I'm going to tell this story. Story time. I think I'm going to start doing this every week because I have so many of these stories. All right. So this was, I think this was the first person. No, this was the second person because I had a horror story before that. So like, you know, like I said, I was married for 13 years, started dating, you know what I'm saying? Out here in the streets and I meet somebody on the app. Right. And we talking, you know what I'm saying? On the app, she was mad aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Like mad aggressive. Now don't get me wrong. I like an aggressive woman, but when I say she was mad aggressive, she was mad. Like, yo, come over my house. You know, you can come over now. You can come over. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was like a weekend and she was texting me at three o'clock in the morning. Like, what you doing? Hey, big hit. Right. And this was all new to me. Right when I first got out here. So I didn't know this is what y'all was doing. So listen, <laughs> this story is this story. Give me chills to this day. Right? So we communicating back and forth on the app. I eventually give her my phone number. We talk on the phone. Um, she sends me pictures, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm like, Oh yeah, she cute or whatever. Me not thinking, and I'm going to get to this point in a minute, like me not thinking, not knowing what y'all was doing, right? And I say y'all as the dating world. And, and for people who are in a relationship, married or whatever, heed this story for real. So she's like, we should hook up. We should link up. We should do something. And that's like maybe like three or four weeks into it. And I'm like, okay, let's do something. Let's do something. So she stayed in Pittsburgh and I stay like just south of Cleveland, right? So I was like, let's meet at the halfway point. Let's meet in Youngstown and like get breakfast. Nothing serious, just casual, right? So I'm like, I drive to Youngstown. She drives there, right? We meet at a Bob Evans a Saturday morning. She was there before me. And I'm always early. So I was like 15 minutes early, but she was already there. So I'm like, okay, she already there. So I walk in. Now, anybody who's been in a Bob Evans before, you know, they got that divider and it's like wood. And then the top of it is glass. 
and you could sort of see through the glass and then it got a little piece of wood on it or whatever. So when I walked in, 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 in this Youngstown area was predominantly, you know, white in this area. So she's the only black face in the, in the, in the place. Right. So I saw her face through the wood, um, in the glass, sorry. And she, um, she stood up now family, cousins, aunties, uncles, I am six foot three inches tall. I am considerably, you know, I'm, I'm taller than the average man. Right. And I'm big, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, 290, 300 pounds. So why was this woman six foot, 10 inches tall, six foot, 10 inches tall, a whole WNBA player and commissioner. And I'm like, if I go like this, that's problematic for me. That that's problematic. That's I'm I'm looking up to her, right? And I'm like, how did I not catch this? How did I not how did I not see what the hell? And so she she stood up and she you know, she went to give me a hug. And when I tell you, I felt the embracement of a, of a small, like, like, you know how like somebody closed curtains and drapes and like you close them and you inside. I felt like a small child. It takes a lot for me to feel, feel small. And so I'm looking up and then it's like, she's hugging me and my, my face is like totally covered in like the upper part of her chest. Like I'm literally felt like a little kid hugging like they, they auntie. And so I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked at this point. I'm shocked. So I sit down, right? I sit down, she sits down. And she's like, oh my gosh, you are so cute. Oh my gosh. And she's acting like everything's normal. Like this, like she just didn't catfish me. Like she's like, this is, you know, the most normal thing that's ever happened. Right. And so she reaches over. She reaches over to like touch my beard. Cause she was like, your beard is just so cute. So I'm sitting there, right. And her hand is getting closer to my face and her hand, like it looks so huge coming towards my face. Like it was just like, like a whole, like, like see how big my hand look right now. That's like literally, and it was getting closer to my face. And I was just like, uh, it was so big. You felt wind like her hand was big. Like it, it had its own atmosphere as it was getting closer to the surface of my face. And I was like, hey, it's a long trip. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. And so I go to the bathroom. I look at my phone, right? I, first thing I do, I look at my phone and I go back to our messages and I look at all of the pictures, right? I look at the pictures and I'm, I'm scrolling through all the pictures and I'm like, how did I not miss this? But then all of the pictures, all of the pictures, Headshots, lean-ins, 
stuff like you know stuff that you you wouldn't even notice or like the picture frame so far out and there's nothing else in it so therefore it looks like she's regular size she strategically catfished me so i come back out no i text my cousin i text my cousin i told him what happened and he's like my my go-to person. So he was just like, bro, you should probably just leave or just tell her, you know, whatever, and just leave. And me, I can't do stuff like that. I'm a, I'm a, I am, I'm a good guy at the core. You know what I'm saying? So I come back out. She stands up again. When I tell you, now I've been around Shaquille O'Neal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been around Shaq before. And Shaq, I've walked past Shaq, Shaq. And I look and I'm like, Shaq's a big human being, right? It felt like I was around Shaq. It was, it was, and then this, the, this is the kicker. She had on some kitten heels. Meow. Meow. Kitten heels. So she's like, you know what I'm saying? Let's just hang out. Let's kick it. You know what I'm saying? Let's. Let's, um, you know, I can come to Akron, you know, she's like, we can hang out, you know, I got a bag. I'm like, a bag? <laughs> you got a, you done brought a whole bag? <laughs> I'm trying to, I need a go bag right now. I need a, a, a CIA go bag. I'm ready to hit the eject button, right? Y'all probably, some of y'all probably is looking at this situation. You'd be like, Tom, you know, you missing out. You probably missing out on a blessing. I just personally feel like if you are, if you're hiding something purposely from somebody, you, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you should tell them, you know what I'm saying? You should tell them like, you shouldn't be like, like if you were, if, if let's just say I was missing like my left leg. And I'm just talking to this girl on the phone. I'm like, ah, you know, I only kick it half the time. And, you know, and I never tell her, like, I'm missing a leg. I'm purposely leaving that out, right? Five, two, that's, that's not bad. You know, women are short, typically, except in this situation. I got dunked on at Bob Evans, basically. At the end of the day, I got dunked on. And you need to be honest and transparent about certain things. Like, that's the first time I really started to say, like, we, you know, we need to post full body pictures. We need pictures without all those filters and stuff on them. Like dating profiles be crazy. Crazy. And I, I like the, I'm just telling y'all that's my life. I like and I have story after story like this. And I just, I, I, when I share these things, I'll be, I know they funny and all that stuff, but they're traumatic for me. They're traumatic. Like when I think back to these stories, I, I'm like, you know, I actually live this. I was shocked, you know, and then I don't want to be the guy who'd be like, oh, well, this ain't going to work out for me. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? I don't be wanting to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the, the bad guy at all. You know what I'm saying? Like I like she was all excited and wanted to, you know, go hang out. And I just had to tell her, like, I was like, 
this ain't gonna work out for me. And she she played it off like she was cool, but then she sent me this long text, like it was eight novels long. And she was just saying, like, you know, she admitted that she was dishonest. But she felt like we had a lot of things in common. And so she didn't want to um, basically cut it off. Like she, she, but my thing is give me the opportunity to decide. Like if I sent you full body pictures, I've sent you, you know, I've sent you links to my Instagram. You've seen me like in video. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you've, you've been able to evaluate me. You know, I got two legs and two arms and, and, and 10 fingers, you know what I'm saying? So if I've sent you all that and you purposely knew that you could, you know, back up Shaquille O'Neal in a game seven final, come on, man, that ain't fair. That ain't fair. And, and I did, I felt like I had to be the bad guy. And then that, that stopped me. Like, I think I didn't try to talk to nobody off of an app. I think I got off of it. Um, after that, and it took me a minute to get on it, man, I got so many stories in the next girl. I never forget her. She was a good girl though, but she had a problem. Like, I don't be knowing what this. and y'all probably going to be like, this is a good problem. So the next girl phenomenal, like she, you know, I ain't going to get into everything, but she was a good girl, but she had a sex problem and y'all probably going to be like, you know, a sex problem. And I'm like, yeah, it was a sex problem. Like, let me give you an example. After we decided to go there physically, it was like she became this totally different person. Like the whole relationship revolved around sex. Like she before we had sex, it was like dinners, movies, talking on the phone, you know, watching, you know, movies, chilling at the crib, da-da-da-da-da-da. I was cool. I was like, man, this might be it. I think I want to get married again. We had sex. When I tell you this girl became a sexual monster, like she worked, she worked 45 minutes away and she lived 45 minutes away. And it was like in separate directions. So she basically would, she had one daughter. And so she would go, she would go, well, come over to my house at night, wake up in the morning, go home, go to work, leave her job early for lunch, come to my house, go back to work, go get off work around three 34, come back to my house, then go back to work and then take care of, you know, house, then come back that night. And it was like every day, every day, I like to have sex, but that was a job. That was a whole job. And we ain't talking about like, 14 pumps and a and a sandwich and a Gatorade. No, she wants the full production. She wanted the whole, she wanted the whole shebang. 
She wanted the bottom of the wrapper. <laughs> what little Wayne said, she wanna lick the wrapper. <laughs> I mean, every day, seven days. And so I remember thinking in my head, like, she listen, this went on, listen, this went on for a while. This went on to the point where I called my doctor. I remember I called my doctor. Funniest conversation you ever going to have with a doctor. And I'm like, hey, doc, um, I think I'm going to need some of them pills. And he was like, Tom, you young. You just had a, you got a good, you know, you could, you, you know, you, you, you're in pretty good shape. I'm like, listen, man, you had to give me the pills or I'm going to die. I'm like, so I told him, and I was like, look, this is the situation. And he's like, I can give you the low dose ones and da 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 da. But he gave them to me. But I was like, I had to keep up. I had to keep up. And I'm telling you, man, what saved me in that relationship was the fact um, one day she woke up. She had like a spiritual awakening and she wanted to like, I think she either wanted, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm actually going to make something up because if I, I think if I drop it, then people going to kill who it is. So she wanted to be a Muslim. I'm just going to say that. And she wanted me to do it with her too. And I was like, I ain't doing that. Mm-mm. No baby. And that was my out. Kicker. This the kicker. Two months later, two months, 60 days, she was married. She married another dude. Married another dude in 60 days. Real life. Real life story. Real life story. I'm trying to tell you. Well, I tell you, <clears throat> my life when it comes to dating, has been an absolute shit show. Absolute. Can't make this shit up. Like, what Kevin Samuel say? Can't make this shit up. I'm for real. Can't. Can't. I keep going all night long. I'm telling you, I can do, I can do this all night long. Like, I know, and the thing is, I know a lot of people go through these moments of where they just want to give up dating. And, and I, I get it. She said bullet dodged. I get it. She married somebody. Um, she married somebody who, um, who went to that, that place, that, that spiritual place. Like she met him there 60 days later. They were, you know, cause I'm not going to say what it was because if I do people who, cause people who are watching, they might know who it is, but in that particular faith, it's not uncommon to get married very quickly. It, so, yeah, it happened. So, yeah, I, I'm telling you. Then I'll tell you about another situation. This is funny. But the thing is, y'all, I would have to show y'all a picture. How can I show y'all the picture? Let me see if I can pull it up on this. Let me see if I can pull it up on my iPad. Ah, uh, ah, uh, it's dead. 
so this this happened just last year. This happened last year. This this situation happened last year. So if you're familiar with the Atlanta area, it's a huge like fat. I was like, I'm in the fashion, like you know, fat boy fresh. You know what I'm saying? If you go on my IG, you know what I'm saying. Look at it it's at Tom Swoop, or if you go on my other channel at super fresh, super clean. So I'm in the fashion and hats. And typically I wear a lot of different fedoras. You know what I'm saying? I'm that dude. Like companies send me hats to wear and take pictures in. Right. So um, I'm at the Miguel Wilson. Uh, I'm going to the Miguel Wilson fashion and polo classic. Right. It's in Atlanta. It's It just happened this weekend. It just passed. So it's a three day event and there's five different high level fashion events. There's a fashion show. There's a gala, all this stuff. It's, it's when I tell you it's dope, it's one of the dopest experiences. So if you ever get to go like next year, I'm probably going to post it because I'm probably going to take a group of people with me next year. So, and I love dressing up tuxedo. I love, you know, getting my lady together, dressing up, like going out, having a really good time. Right. So we go into the Miguel Wilson fashion show. So I was talking on the phone with a girl that was from Georgia. And I was like, the girl I was supposed to go with, she's on she's on TV. And so she had she had to fly out and do something. And she wasn't able to come, right? So I was like, I need a backup person. So I was talking to this girl, sort of like casually on the phone. And so <laughs> and so She's like, I can go, Tom. Not a problem. I can go. You know what I'm saying? I'll get a dress made or whatever and whatever. And da, 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 da. Now, I had never hung out with her in person. We just always, you know, social media, talk on the phone, FaceTime, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. So she's like, I think it was either two days before the event. I think I sent her, I sent her a picture of my tuxedo and I think I had like a hat that I was going to wear also for one of the days because it's like five different like it's a the gala. The gala is like Friday night. Um, and then it's a lot of stuff. It's it's dope when I tell you it's dope. And then the place that they have a huge fashion show on Sunday, it is at the place that they shot Black Panther at that that ranch. Like you you could see it in the movie if you saw it. But. Man, when I tell you it's dope and it's all these vendors, it's a huge fashion show. It's dope. That's all I can say. It's the dopest thing probably I've seen. It's the Miguel Clay. You, it's pictures of it online. If you go on Instagram and you go to Miguel Wilson Fashion and Polo Classic, you'll see pictures and you'll see pictures on my IG from last year when I went, right? So I send her a picture of like some hats and different stuff I was going to wear so she can coordinate with me, right? <laughs> and so... She sends me a picture of this dress that she's going to wear. And so I look at the picture and I, I totally skipped the dress. I went, F that dress. And I zoomed in on her feet. When I tell y'all, she had the feet of Frodo Baggins, the feet of Barney Rubble, the feet of a prehistoric man. I was like, 
I am not going nowhere with this woman. I'm not. I am not going to be explaining these hooves to all these celebrities. Like, it's a ton of celebrities at this event. I'm not. I can't. And she had on some open toe sandals. And I was like, where in the hell have you been in combat where you have gotten your feet shot? I don't, what the hell is going on? If I could show y'all this picture of these feet, like her feet was like, her feet was like this wide. Her feet looked at like human thick ass flippers. And then she had the nerve, the audacity to have a French manicure. And when I say this, you have to visualize, close your eyes with me real quick, cousins. Now just imagine a horse with a French manicure on the hoof. Like it was, I cannot. And I know y'all probably like, oh, it wasn't that bad. If I showed you the picture, like everybody I tell this story to, they always be like, Tom, you, you exaggerating, it's not that bad. But when I show you the picture, when I show you the picture, family, I'm telling you, you will be, your stomach will turn. And, and the thing is, if you've ever seen The Hobbit or, you know, Lord of the Rings or anything, and you've seen like Hobbit feet, You would understand what I was looking at. So she sent the picture, full body picture, but I was just like, and she was like, you know, all in her cute little pose. She was just like, you know how y'all do, right? <laughs> but all I saw is them feet. <laughs> and to this day, <laughs> So once again, I gotta be the bad guy. I gotta be the bad guy. I gotta be like, yeah, you can't go. I'm not going, I'm not going to a place where there's celebrities and you know, I'm a mover and a shaker. You know what I'm saying? I like to, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'd like to conduct business, you know what I'm saying? Everything. I can't take you to a place where everyone is going to be like, hmm, what the hell is going on over there? Girl, did you see her hooves? If you know you got Barney Rubble feet, why are you sending me pictures with open toe shoes on? Now I'm the bad guy. Once again, she sends me a long text message. I'm shallow. I'm this. I'm that. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Then she was like, you're fat. I was like, yes. And you saw that in the picture two years ago. I'm fat. And I ain't really fat. I'm just big boned to it. 
but I need to show. I I promise you, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. Cause y'all want to see the picture. See, I'm on my phone. If I wasn't on my phone, I could do this right now. Or if that iPad was charged up, I could do that for y'all right now. What I'm gonna do? Cause I know y'all want to see it. I'm gonna post it in my Instagram story. So follow me on Instagram at first off in my opinion on Instagram. I'm going to put it in the story because I know it'll delete after, you know, so many hours or whatever. I'll put it in the story so y'all can see it. And all I'm going to do, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to post it in my story so that y'all can see it. See these feet. Cause right now I'm, I already know in your head, you like time, you exaggerating time, you being silly time. Now don't get me wrong. I am silly. I am funny, but I am also accurate in this case, these feet, we not even going to call them feet. We going to call them, um, mutant flippers. That's what we're going to call these. These are some X-Men level trotters. So listen, I'm, I, I, this is, this is all factual. And like I said, she sent me this long text message. She blocked me on all social media. She talked about me bad to anybody we mutually knew. Um, I took it on the chin. I took it on the chin. Cause it was like, I mean, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I wasn't going to do it. And it is what it is. If I'm the bad guy for that one, you know what I'm saying? Her feelings was hurt. Her feelings was hurt. But then my thing is also tell me once again, I really feel like you need to tell me like, Hey Tom, I don't mind going to this event, but before you, you know, commit to saying you're going, we, we going, I need to tell you that I have an affliction. I have, you know what I'm saying? I have mutagen trotters. I have mutant trotter feet. You know what I'm saying? I have prehistoric toes. I have Barney rubble itis. You know what I'm saying? I have, you know what I'm saying? Like, tell me, just tell me, you know what I'm saying? I could be an X-Man, Tom. I could be an X-Man. You know, and that, and that's all, that's all we be wanting. You know what I'm saying? Like, just tell me what it is. Look, <laughs> Belize, what she said, he said, what did I just join in on? <laughs> look, I'm just being, look, I'm telling, I'm telling the story about a possible date that I was about to go on. And the young lady had, we were, I was sending her some pictures of what I was going to wear. And she was sending me a picture of the dress. And I happened to notice that she had, some feet that I mean, I what can I say? You know what her feet look like? Anybody saying I'm gonna get you sucker? 
You see, it's an old movie from the 80s. I'm going to get you, sucker. If you've ever seen I'm going to get you, sucker, remember when Jim Brown had that bunion and it was it was Paul Satan and it, he was like, man, it got my bunion. And his feet was huge and it was like Paul Satan. That's literally what it was. That's literally what her feet looked like. And when I post the picture, if you go to my, I'm, I'm going to post it as soon as we finish up with this live. I promise you I'm going to go onto my, my IG. If you follow me at, at I'm excuse me. At first off, in my opinion, on IG, I am going to post it in the story. And I want y'all to comment because y'all going to be like, right now, y'all think I'm exaggerating. But when y'all see the picture, you're going to be like, damn. God damn. He wasn't lying at all. Who don't got IG? Dang. If I posted, the thing is, if I posted on TikTok, they stories don't work. They don't delete. Maybe I'll delete. If I do it on TikTok, I'm only going to leave it up for like 10 minutes and then I'm just going to delete the post. Yeah, I'm just going to delete the post because I don't. The thing is, I don't want, you know, because the thing is, if, if people get to sharing it and showing people, it's going to get back to her. And I ain't trying to be mean more so than I'm just trying to show my cousins that I ain't lying. If that makes sense. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could get banned. You know, I, I ain't really trying to do all that. So that's why I said TikTok real sensitive. Now, IG, psh, IG don't care, man. That's the IG, the wild, wild west. <laughs> the stuff I see on IG, I'll be like, what? <laughs> I'm not on Snapchat like that. Put it on the green screen. I don't even, I mean, y'all understand. I just learned how to do this last week. <laughs> So look, man, I'm a I'm gonna get off here right now. I'm gonna post it on my IG, right? I'm gonna post it on TikTok, but I promise you, I'm a, the the tick the IG address is at first off in my opinion. That's the name of my podcast. And so, like, if you miss a show or whatever, you can go to Spotify. You can go to iTunes, Google. I'm on everything. So it's just at first off, in my opinion, you can listen to past shows. I've been doing this show for over two years. Um, and then I did a show before that called the after dinner snack. Um, and that was with a couple of my friends or whatever, but I've been podcasting for years. So if y'all, if you like, I record these lives and then I upload them as shows. And so everybody be listening to them and stuff like that. Then I usually write like a little blog post about it as well. So, at first off, in my opinion, on IG, on most platforms is at first off, in my opinion. And you can download the podcast, like I said, from Apple, iStore, I mean, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you listen to or whatever. And you can listen to the show. Um, but Ashley, so Ashley was supposed to be on here tonight at eight. The problem was she had sent me a message while we was on Ashley Patterson and we got the time zones wrong. So I'm going to still try to get her on this week. But yeah. Yeah, fam. This it this if you in a relationship right now and you considering coming out here into the wilderness, listen, stay your ass on the porch. Stay your fix your relationship. Because it's wild out here, fam. You gonna run into some stuff. For real, for real. Listen, she said I'ma give her nightmares of feet or toes. <laughs> hey, big facts. Big facts. 
Hey, but I want to thank y'all for tuning in tonight. You know what I'm saying? I'll be back Monday, next Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, this is Tom Swoop, and this is First Off of My Opinion, and I'm out. I guess I'm out. They won't let me get out. <laughs>